Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 are you ready for the word praising this is pastor pearson of word of faith christian center here in sunny san antonio texas a bible believing bible teaching church where jesus christ is lord and you'll never be bored i want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and i pray it's being a blessing to you and yours so sit back and relax as i bring a message from the word of god just for you but please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. The book of Revelation teaches us an awesome revelation. That is, that God opens doors of opportunity for us that once open, no man can shut on us. But it's important to know and understand that any door of opportunity that God opened for me and you are only as good as our willingness to walk through. Because if we don't, for whatever reason, walk through the doors God opens for me and you, we'll never receive or achieve any of what God wants to be received and achieved by me and you. That's why it's so important for us to learn to walk through the doors of opportunity that God opens for me and you so that we can receive and achieve all the things that God has waiting for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. Well, verse 35. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which have great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that after he have done the will of God, that ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, he that shall come will come and will not tarry. He ain't going to be waiting. He's not going to be like, you know, taking you through no thing just to see if you're going to hold on. Forget God know everything. He already know you're about to fall apart. Are you listening to me? That's why he's told us what to do so it can keep the door open for him to be able to come through. He said, now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul have no pleasure in him. One day we're like, oh, we can do this. We can accomplish this. We can have this. But then the next day, I don't know. I, I heard the news and the news say that the economy might be going down. So maybe we ought to not invest in this right now. Maybe we ought not go buy that building that we was going to build and that we was going to buy before. Maybe we ought not. No, see, that means then that's our God because it determines what's going to happen in our life. God says, no, I'm God and I'm faithful. And I need you to recognize that I'm faithful. I opened up the blind so you could see that I'm faithful. That's why you hold fast to what it is that I'm saying to you. Because I have no pleasure in folk who draw back. Verse 39. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the souls. See, we're not like the children of Israel's parent or the children of Israel who were delivered out of Egyptian bondage on their way to a promised land but wouldn't receive anything that God said that they can have based upon the fact that they was saying I cannot rather than I can. See, I cannot have it. We can that we're like grasshoppers in their sight. No, see, you're judging it based upon you. That's why he said, Behold, 
I've opened unto you the door. And check this out. I've opened up a blind so you can see that I'm the one that's faithful that's going to help you to be able to get done what you need to get done. Because otherwise, we'll draw back and not receive what God has in store for us. That's why the very next verse after that, after he says that, that uh, we are not of them who draw back under perdition, but of them that believe to the savings of the soul. Now faith is the substance of the things hoped for, the evidence of the things not seen. For by it the elders res- uh, obtained a good report. report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Notice he said, things that are seen were not made of things that do appear, which means that the word of God, which is unseen by you in the natural, in terms of its spiritual content and ability, is unseen by you, but it's not going to be something that's seen that's going to cause you to receive the things that God has in store for you. It's going to be something that is seen through the word of God that's going to give you the faith to be able to know that God will come through for you. Because if you don't draw back as under them as perdition, then you'll walk by faith and move forward by faith. See, the analogy is this, is that these people are brought from Egyptian bondage. And they begin to start moving forward into the things I had in store for them. I told them what to do in order to get out of bondage, and they did what I told them to do to get out of bondage. And then I told them to follow this this man who would follow my word and my voice, and I would take them to their promised land. But as they began to move forward into the promised land, they began to slow up because they began to start being more concerned about what was going on around them and, and what their past was rather than what it is that the thing that he had in store for them. And he would give them a word, but they wouldn't move based upon what they heard, but they would move based upon what they see. But it's not the things that you see that's going to get you what it is that you got. God's got in store for you. What you need to do is just operate according to what he has to say to you. Because they drew back. They're like, I don't know about all this. And even when he sent them into the promised land, sent spies into the promised land to be able to show them the awesome blessings that, that they had in their hand that would soon be theirs. They get a chance to see the houses that they didn't build. They get a chance to be able to see the businesses that they didn't put together. Praise God. They, they would get an opportunity to be able to see the fruit of that land. When they came back, they came back with a report other than what it is that was going to please God. Because instead of going forward and saying, yeah, we can, let's go get that. Yeah, we want that. They was like, well, wait a minute. We saw the people that lived there and they looked like giant. We look like grasshoppers in their sight. They're giants and we look like grasshoppers. God didn't send you there to look at them. When you read, we're going to get to it later. But when, when, when you read it, God sent them to look at what was available to them and what he had for them. And we, instead of looking at what God has for us, we're looking at what's in the way or potentially in the way of what God has in store for us. Because whatever you keep before your eye is going to determine whether you go low or go high. Are y'all listening to me? What you keep before your eye is going to determine whether or not you go low or go high. If you look at the carnal things, that you're going to remain earthly and devilish. You're going to remain flesh ruled. But if you look at the spiritual things and you'll be seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, far above all principalities, powers, the rules of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places, or all the little imps of Satan that can stop you from receiving what God has in store for him. Instead of hearing the voices of the devil telling you what you cannot do, you'll be hearing the voices of the angelic heaven, heavenly angels singing unto the Lord in the presence of you. While they're hearing you, while you're hearing them say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty, reminding you of his greatness, reminding you of his majesty, reminding you of his splendor and, his, and, and, and everything else that will cause you to be fired up to know, yeah, I can do what God said I can do. I can have what God said I can have and I can be all that God said I can be. 
Are you listening to me? But they would draw back. God doesn't want you drawing back. God wants you going forward. It's time, up, it's time out for all these Christians backing up and giving ground to the devil. Backing up. Why? Because every moment you back up, that's, a time, that's another moment that that land could have been yours, but it's not going to be yours. That's going to be another day that the devil is still going to be eating on your stuff and enjoying what it is that's supposed to be yours rather than you enjoying it. I don't know about you, but it's time for him to get up out my crib. It's time for him to give up my grapes. Are you listening to me? Them big old grapes that's luscious and wonderful tasting and everything else and he over there sucking on my grapes get up off my grape praise god that's my grape everybody say that's my grape yeah it is and it's time for us just sitting around looking at him taking our stuff and it's time for us to go and get what's ours but but if we don't draw back then we'll move forward and when we move forward we step into faith when you move forward you step into faith why because now you're operating based upon what god said rather than what anybody else said and faith is the substance of the things that you hope for it begins to start giving substance to the things that you hope for it starts beginning giving materiality to the things that you hope for it begins to start causing natural things to be able to come together to match the supernatural thing that god said it begins to start causing natural things to begin to start coming together to be able to match the supernatural thing that god said because once you step out on the natural then on the supernatural, the natural will line up so that you can be able to do what it is he called you to do. Oh, y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. Turn to Matthew chapter 14. Once you line up with the spiritual and step out on that, the natural will line up and allow you to do that. Matthew chapter 14. Of course, this is uh, right after, this is the account of right after the 5,000 people were fed, 5,000 men were fed, not to mention how many women and children there was. Disciples saw this, participated in this, got a chance to be able to see the awesomeness and the splendor of the living God that when you do what God tells you to do, it'll work. Because remember, they had uh, fed 5,000 with a little boy's lunch. You know, five loaves, two fish, barley loaves at that, low quality substandard stuff. But yet they, it was taken, placed in the, in the master's hand. The master thanked God uh, uh, for, thanked the father for, the, for, for the, what it is that he had and began and gave it out and broke it up and gave it out and gave it to the disciples and told them, give as much as you will. That it, that it basically that as, as long as they continue to have a willingness to give, it would be enough for them to be able to give. And so they stepped out and did it with just a little bit in their hand. They're like, well, I'm just going to obey God and do what he said. And so they stepped out and did what he started doing and just started passing out. And as long as they continued to pass out and had a desire to pass out, you know, they continued to give and give. Before you know it, they fed 5,000 people with a little boy's lunch. And the Bible says all of them were filled. So just in case somebody thought that they broke off just a little piece and kept giving little pieces to people. No, they broke off enough in such a way as these people were filled. Are you listening to me? Glory to God. And we also know that natural manifestation occurred because there was 12 baskets full. Now, those will be some nice size baskets that, I, you know, I'm trying to remember the dimensions. I don't want to lie. But yet, if I'm, if I'm remembering the the baskets were about this tall and about yay wide in such a way where this was nice sized baskets that were filled, which meant there was plenty left over. Are you listening to me? So because they had already experienced the miraculous by doing what it is that God had said to do through Jesus Christ, then he then thought this would be a simple thing to be able to handle. Verse 22. And you know, I'm talking to you too, because y'all have already experienced the power of God manifesting as a result of you doing what God told you to do. So what he is about to tell you to do ought to be a simple thing. Verse 22. And straightway, Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side 
and while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the water. Jesus went unto them. Jesus said, you know, I catch up with y'all, you know, and then he out there walking all on top of water on his way to the boat where they are. That like this, staggering all by itself. It's like Jesus walking all on water. He says, and in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on, on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled. I mean, flat out afraid, saying, it is a spirit. And they cried out in fear. That's what cried out in fear means. You know, I know y'all read the Bible. That's what cried out in fear is. Ah! When they looked over and saw Jesus, they was like, ah! And they were like, you know, because you got to understand, they out there in the middle of a sea, in the middle of a storm, and the, boss is being, and, and, and the boat's being tossed to and fro, and they beginning to think that they're going to die. They're thinking that their lives are going to come to an end. They're thinking, like, I'm not sure whether we're going to be able to make it through. I know Jesus said we're going over to the other side, but, like, this storm is telling me that we might not make it to the other side. And because of that, they're already in fear. They've allowed fear to be able to manifest in the midst of their life. Many believers are like that because the Lord might have gave you a word. You're going to the other side. Your relationship is going to be restored. Your finances are going to be restored. You're going to be that millionaire member of the billionaire church. Are you listening to me? That you're going to be able to do all that it is that God has called you to do. But at the same time, stuff got contrary right after that. Are you listening to me? While you was on your way to the place that God has in store for you, things can get contrary. Oh, yes, they can. Bless it be the name of the Lord. Yes, it can. Praise God. But it got contrary. And then they turn around and look, and here come this spirit walking out on the water. You know, Jesus is the light of the world. And so when they saw him, they looked out and saw this, this, this spirit look like a spirit coming their way. And, and because, see, he was in the spirit. Because it's in the spirit that you get a chance to walk on water like that. And so he was in the spirit walking out, walking out unto them. But yet at the same time, he's doing it in a fleshly body. But as he's walking across this water, they start freaking out. Ah, ah. Let's see what Jesus said. He said, but straightway, which means right away, Jesus spake unto them, saying, hey, 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 be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. I love that. Because anytime fear and trouble starts rising up in the midst of your life, if you've got an ear to hear, the Lord will speak to you. And he's going to say to you, hey, hey, be of good cheer. Get, be happy. Hey, look, be happy. It is I. Be not afraid. Why would I be happy? Because the person that I'm in covenant with is right here with me. The one who has control over heaven and earth is right here with me. That is him. It's not anything else. I'm about to say something to you. Lord's going to say something to some of y'all that y'all going to swear. If you don't have a good eye on the Lord and if you don't know the Lord and you don't know his voice, he's going to say something to you that half of y'all going to think it's the devil. Because he's going to say something to you to do that's going to be staggering unto you. You're going to be like, what? Some of y'all going to be like, get thee behind me, Satan. But no, be of good cheer. It's the Lord that's going to be talking to you. It's going to be deep. Anyway, we move on. But straightway, Jesus spake unto them and said, be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, come. Watch this now. He said, come. Now, already they don't know whether, you know, let me give you a little background information. Back then, they used to think that the, that, the, uh, that the deaf angel would come unto you and take you out uh, and escort you uh, to the place of death, and that, you know, it was visible. And so when the spirit was walking on the water and they was already thinking that they was going to die, when Jesus come walking under them, they thinking that's the deaf angel just coming to get us all. Of course, well, they knew back then that the deaf angel was working for the devil, 
if I could phrase it that way. You know, he was under the employ of the devil. He operated for devil. And so because of that, death was not a good thing in their mind. But at the same time, here the spirit is that now says, if it, it, it that, that say, be of good cheer, it is me, Jesus, you know. And, and, and then he said, well, if it be thou you, then bid me to come out there with you. Well, why would he ask him to do something like that? That's like, to me, I don't know, that maybe... Maybe I'm the only one. That's got, that's got to be one of the most craziest things that you'll ever read in the Bible. I've heard some crazy stuff, stuff like he stuck his staff across the water and the water split in half, a whole river. Yeah, a whole sea. Praise God. That's like he got in a, in a pit with, ang- with, with angry and hungry lions, but got out the next morning and kind of like wished all of them good, have a good day and left out and st- three Hebrew boys getting up in the middle of a fiery furnace that killed people that were trying to put them in. But they standing there in the, in, the, in the fire just hanging, talking about like any time now you can bring me up out of here. Hanging out with Jesus. Are you listening to me? You know, but at the same time, this one like this is off the hook to me because, I mean, come. I mean, bid me to come out on the water. That's like a crazy question. But you got to understand, Peter had been around the Lord long enough to be able to know his heart. Know what he's about. Understand his way of thinking. And he knows how he... All the times in the past, he had him participate in the miracles that he also would perform. He taught him how to cast out devils, taught him how to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. He would give him power just like he had power and say, now you go out and do what it is I do. Even to the point that when it came time to pass out the food, Jesus could have did it himself, but he gave it to his disciples. Said, now y'all go do it. Why? Because I want you to learn how to operate in the supernatural just like I operate. Because as long as you're willing to do and obedient to do, then I'm going to be able to come through for you. That's why when they continued to pass out based upon how much as they will, then they was willing to do so because of that God was able to come through for them. Well, God wants to come through for you the exact same way. God wants you to learn how to get out of the boat and step into faith. Get out of the place where you're in fear. That's where the boat was. It was a place where they were in fear. It was not a place of safety. It's a place of fear because they was already in fear in the boat. Are you listening to me? Holding on to the boat. It's also a place where you're trusting in something other than something that's in the natural. So they're holding on to the boat and they're trusting on something in the natural. He said, no, no, come out. Because I'm going to teach you how to walk on that thing which used to cause you to believe that it could take you out. I'm going to cause you to walk on top of that same thing that you was previously in fear of. I'm going to cause you to be able to tread upon all the serpents and over all the scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall ever harm you. Why? Because God has given us power. And God wants to give you power this year to begin to get in control of everything that controlled you, to be able to walk on top of everything that you previously thought was going to take you out. And see, he told him, come. Now, when he told him to come, you got to get this now. When he told him to come, you didn't see any like, you don't see nothing in scripture where it's like it shows where the water solidified and he saw a pathway in the water where he could just step out on. It illuminated itself all in the middle of the night like a runway, you know, to an airplane where they can know exactly where to walk on. Nope, it didn't do that because the water is still going the same way that it was going before. The winds are still going the same way they were going before, and the rain is still falling just like it was falling before. But see, God wants you to get into the spirit, which allows you to be able to ignore the natural and step out into the supernatural. To no longer be moved by the natural, but step out into the supernatural. He just told him, come. Well, what am I going to walk on, Jesus? What am I going to step out on, Jesus? It's not what you step out on, it's what you step out in. 
It's not what you step out on, it's what you step out in. Because when you learn to step out in faith, then that faith will uphold you. When you learn to step out on what God said, that word is going to do for you what he said you could do. So when Jesus said, come, remember 1 Thessalonians says that I who am, who am, am the one that called you, I'm the one that's going to do it. And so that word that was walking on the water, who was Jesus, is going to give you a word which is going to allow you to walk on the same thing that he walks on and be able to do the same thing he, told, he did. Now, Pete, you got to imagine this. Now, Pete, I don't know. It's me. I read the Bible differently than a lot of people. I don't believe that he heard it and he just like jumped out there. I don't believe he did that. I believe a war began to go off on the inside of himself. Let me do me. If it was me, a war would go off on the inside of myself right then. Walk on the water. Why? Oh, man. Come on, man. (laughs) Hey, hey, I just want to see if it was you. You know, I just... (laughs) <laughs> you weren't expecting the brother to really do all this, was you? I was just talking, you know, it's me, Pete, foot and mouth disease, you know. I just open up my mouth and insert and say stuff that's stupid, you know. <laughs> you know, come on, G, you can come on in the boat now. I know it's you. Now I know it's you, man. Because you know how a lot of us do. Oh, Lord, I'll do anything you want me to do. I'll do anything you want me to do. Jesus said, come on, serve me then. <laughs> I was just singing, you know, it was a song that they had on the, on the list this, year, this day, so I was singing the same song they did. No, God says, no, no, it's time to put your faith where your mouth is. And it's time to put your actions behind your faith. You've been saying you want all this? You've been saying that you want to go into these things that you want to go into? That desire that's on the inside of you was placed in you by me. So you got to understand, the desire to do is placed inside of you by God himself. And once he said to him, come, there's a desire now to do. But there's a war going on. Should I do? Should I not do? Should I do? Should I not do? I'm going to do it. And you got a reasoning behind it. I'm going to do it because he said I could do it. I'm going to do it because he said I could. If he said come, then that means I could walk on water. And 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 if he said I could walk on water, I could walk on water. Why is that? Because the Lord ain't never let me down. He's always done what it is that he he's always backed me up. When he said I could do something, he always made sure that the power was there for me to do it. So I'm going to step out on this water. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. On the count of three, I'm going to walk on this water. I'm going to walk on this water. And he said, yeah, let's go. Let's go. And eventually you just step out. But when he walked out, he was walking on it. I know he was like, ha, ha, ha. Maybe he wasn't. I would. I'd be like, that's what I'm talking about. I know he probably got out there. He was like, oh, see, this is what I'm talking about. I'm out here walking on the water. Because, see, you got to understand that as long as you remain in faith, long as you do and keep on doing, it keeps the power of God manifesting for you. It's not a one-time thing. It's a continuous action. It's not a one-time thing. It's a continuous action. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God has to say about walking through your open doors. I hope that you're seeing that it's true, that there really are doors of opportunity that God has opened for me and you. Doors of opportunity to acquire and achieve all the awesome things that God has prepared for me and you. Hope even more that you're learning and even being inspired to walk through the doors that God's opened for me and you. So that we can walk straight into all the awesome things that God has awaiting me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact us at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 
78213. We'll be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And to all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So if you need a ride, call the church office. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it could be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. And by the way, your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing all of you married people this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing words we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.